All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, we're back, day late, hand up, my fault, I was sleepy. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing well. Um, Another day to... I guess that's what I was going to say. Like, why does all this seem so far ago? Oh, we're recording a day later. That makes sense that it feels a little bit farther ago. Uh, yeah, but definitely okay taking a little bit of a Sunday off to watch a weather delay. That was fun in the Chiefs uh, Bills game there. So, wish that would have gone a little bit uh, smoother um, as far as the watching experience went. But doing well, uh, you know, kicking off Monday here, uh, get, get to talk to you instead of the normal, uh, I guess, not talking to you and just having to live with normal life, so, yeah, <laughs> doing pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty, pretty good, and uh, as far as weekends go, sports weekends go, we all had a pretty good one, um, so yeah. we'll, get to, we'll, get to, we'll, get to, we'll get to level in that, we'll wobble in that yeah. uh, uh, for a bit here. Yeah, a good weekend. I th- uh, you know, our three teams here won, uh, and it was quite the entertaining weekend. And I guess it, it seems so long because it was such a long weekend, right? We had entertaining games on from 11 in the morning till late at night on Saturday. Um, although I think the night games weren't as great, but either way. Um, I don't know, was Alabama a night game now? I don't even remember. Uh, and yeah. then we had the London game. In the NFL, oh, yeah. so uh, NFL oh, yeah. started bright and early uh, <laughs> with the Jets Falcons. We send our best to that, really. Um, and then all the way through, uh, weather delayed <laughs> the Sunday night football. So it was a long two days of football, but uh, excited to be. And it was sprinkling in some baseball tomorrow. We're going to at least you know acknowledge that it exists. So Do you think that was the longest span of NFL football then? I didn't think about that. I forgot the London game happened, and then you had the rain delay. I don't know what time that game got over, because obviously I didn't make it. (laughs) But (laughs) I I couldn't imagine that it would be longer. It was like an hour rain delay, or lightning delay. So even if a game went into overtime, it wouldn't take that long. So I I, I think it would have to be. Um, And they've only been doing the London games for so long. Yeah, right. only a couple years, so yeah, probably, probably wow. the longest. Yeah, that's we'll get the stat part on. Get the stat department. I'm just glad yeah. I wasn't in Vegas for that because that'd be a long day. Yeah, that'd be a long day. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, for sure, long day. Every <laughs> I feel like every day in Vegas. <laughs> yes, just like any other day, <laughs> it's Vegas, long, it's especially long day. at this age. Yeah, as All long right. as you can wake up and have chicken wings for breakfast. Uh, that's right. You're staying at the right hotel, like Marlon yes. and I did back in the day. Then you're, then. I, I just want a bucket of wings. <laughs> just a bucket, a bucket of wings and a beer, <laughs> and uh, we'll be on our way. We'll be, yeah. you know, it's just the breakfast champions right there. All right, <laughs> let's start talking, as we always do, Marlo, with the Badgers. And on the gridiron this week, uh, Badgers 24, Illinois 0. And Marlo, I got to admit, um, before this game, I would say until, I don't know, until it was comfortable, until probably 17. So third, it took probably took to the third quarter for me to feel comfortable. No, that's not true. Uh, I It took me to the fourth quarter. I'd probably I've, say 10-0. 10 So, okay. So I just went in this game, and that there was just a moment of like, oh, no. Could this be like the year from hell for us? As bad as last year was, if this goes bad... 
oh no, is this like the start of that? And then the next thought was, God, how much would it suck to lose to Brett Bielema? And like, yeah. these two thoughts kind of combine in my head to um, just get me very, very nervous <laughs> before right. the game. Um, and luckily, neither of those things came true. Um, but I did have a moment, and as slow as the offense went, when we didn't score that first long drive, had a little bit of the worries, and then the backup quarterback came in, and I was like, are we really going to, like, because I think he started the one game they won this year. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I think he started the Nebraska game. Uh, Yeah, Sitkowski started the Nebraska game. So I was like, oh, no, maybe this is the thing where the backup actually inspires the team, kind of like in the Notre Dame game, and I just... A lot of nerves were kind of in that opening <laughs> segment of the game. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I um, I mean, I was, I think I was nervous the whole time just because it was following a similar script almost as far, like, you know, if you talk back to the nitty gritty, it's fine. But like, since we're on high alert from just letdowns from three of our four games, right? Yeah. It... Going into, like, oh, look at that, halftime. Wisconsin has 10 points. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, and then, all right, you know, if it was, oh, it was 24 nothing going in the fourth. But I think part of the third, partway through the third, I still was like, okay, there's still enough time and not enough points on the board for there to be some, like, crazy meltdown again, you know? Yeah, they, they showed the stat where we were like the second we had the second worst point differential in all of college football after <laughs> halftime or in the fourth quarter or whatever it was. Jeez. That wasn't comforting. Yeah. Not at all. Um but and on the other hand, yes. When their quarterback started getting into the zero four double digits uh, in <laughs> pass attempts, I started to feel just the slight bit better. Uh, yeah. And he exactly. eventually did complete some, but yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> this whole game was clearly a quarterback duel. Um, we had a total between both teams of 167 yards of passing. <laughs> Just phenomenal quarterback play yeah. throughout this game. Well, it ended up better for Mertz, but there was a point where he was uh, something like um, 6 of 15 or, or 5 of 13 or something like that, like for 35 yards or something. Like It was some really bad number. Uh, early on for him, and it was just like, oh boy, <laughs> like this does not look good. Uh, so speaking of quarterbacks, I mean, Mertz didn't have to do much, right? We ran yeah. um, over 400 yards on the ground. Uh, um, so obviously he didn't have to do much, but I think by the end of the game, he was playing okay is probably yeah. the best thing I can say. Yeah, I, this was the case of there was the good... And the head scratchers, right? Yeah, yeah. Some... No, I wouldn't even say good. There was, uh, I mean, there was there was execution. Uh huh. By the way, uh, I have a base the baseball game, the Tampa Bay um, Rays game, Tampa Bay and Boston game up. Yeah. In the NFL game, and they're both at replay review right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. It's good stuff. God, you're stuff. such a baller. You're just all these screens all over. Well, it's one laptop, and it's just it's just there. The screens are next to each other. <laughs> Got to lean in a little bit to see some of these replays here. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. There, there was some. We can argue about whether it was good or, or whatever, but there were some big misses. Um, yes. And it just seemed like he's kind of done this throughout the year. He just got. I don't know if he's like throwing off his back foot or he doesn't. He doesn't drive the ball, and the ball just kind of hangs. Or floats, 
right? Mm-hmm. That's what happened on the uh, interception to, uh, I think it was Pryor down at the goal line, which I joked was a really good punt by him. <laughs> right? You know, coffin corner, just pin him yeah. back there on that third down pass. Had him beat deep, just hung it up. Uh, he overthrew, ah, uh, shoot, a couple other times the ball just kind of sailed on him. Yeah, he overthrew Ferguson and was clearly would have been a touchdown. Yeah. yeah, Ferguson. Yeah, and then there was another one where he read it, just read it wrong. He had a wide open um, guy coming across the middle on the other side that would have walked in for a touchdown. He opted to go corner of the end zone. Yeah, um, on, and he overthrew on that one too. Yes, he overthrew that one too. Um. So yeah, that's what I mean. So, so I think, but it's, I think the play like when you say like executed those, to me those are plays that show he has the ability, right? There was okay. there was some long, uh, thir- there was a couple long third and it goes that he converted on that were just it was just pretty. I don't care what anyone says, they were pretty passes. And yes, it gets overshadowed by completely missing people that are wide open. I get that, but at the same time, um. To me, it shows that it's in there, okay, and that there's you know what whatever he needs to do to put it to string that together to become that you know that that quarterback that we all hope he could be. Yeah, and the, this game was going well enough that we didn't need to force anything, and I think those plays um, we just kind of see um, as we talked about in the other games let me put it this way uh, a different way um we talked in the other games about how it didn't seem like they were putting him in positions to have easy throws and yes have plays that you know could result in, in big plays downfield and it looked like they put him in plays like that in this game um a couple shorter passes play action um just kind of more creative offense where he had i guess had the opportunity to miss big plays whereas we didn't really see that in the other games uh so Hopefully that comes along. He did settle down into the game, I think, um, and finished with uh, just uh, over 100, 100 yards on the dot, 10 of 19, so that completion percentage eked back up a little bit. Uh, a couple nice throws across the middle. Uh, one, I remember, to DK where he just got out of his break and the ball was right on him. Uh, that was, uh, I thought, one of his better throws. So... Again, the game was kind of in hand at that point and just trying to convert first downs to get the darn thing over with so we could watch the Iowa-Penn State game. Yeah. Um, but I think progress... I'll, I don't know if I even want to... Settling a little bit my uh, previous, like, oh no, like this is uh, not good. But so just okay-ish. Uh, running backs were amazing. Um, Malusi was fantastic he finished with 145 yards on 21 carries and uh braylon 17 year old braylon allen i still can't get over that he's 235 240 pounds he's a monster out there uh 18 carries 131 yards each with a each with a touchdown um and just bruising running from allen yeah did put the ball on the ground (laughs) yeah he did um Bruising Ronnie, speaking of which, uh, I, I have to apologize. I sent you a text in the middle of that game, um, but I didn't. I actually sent it to, to somebody else, and I wondered the whole game when why you weren't replying back to me. Oh. Um, so I'm going to read you the text I <laughs> okay, sent because it's going to play It's gonna play <laughs> into the next thing. I want to read it verbatim, so let me sign the person I sent it to. Here it is. 
Um, yeah, remember when we said we wanted Matt Millen as an announcer? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I take it back. Um, so, this Matt Miller was on the call for this yeah. game. And I don't know how many times he kept saying, like, Lucy would just run somebody over. And he would just be like, that's okay. That's what he's supposed to do. He he made a stop. Doesn't matter if he got trucked over. That's what he's supposed to do. And I was like, Matt, I don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he... Oh, sh- I, I had, So this was my... I, I only ended up with three tweets. I thought I had a lot more, uh, yeah. but this was my kind of like running tweet of the game uh, that I was I was joking about. Said uh, <laughs> exactly. Good to have Matt Millen back. Uh, <laughs> they went up and said um, the impact players on the offense for Wisconsin were the wide receivers. They didn't even name them. They just <laughs> said that the wide receivers were impact players. <laughs> it's like, and you watch the game, and they finished with. Uh, Ten catches. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you couldn't even name two of them. Like just put two up there, uh, and then Matt Millen kept telling us during the replay to watch this. You know, he's like, "Watch this right here. Watch this right here. No, watch this." It's like I just don't. I can't fathom how much I missed the previous week's games where without Matt Millen telling me when and where to watch. No, watch it right now. Think of all the things we missed. Oh my god! <laughs> It'll be like, look at look at the quarterback, or, or look at the wide receiver extend his hands. Watch, we're using, right here, right here. He, like we see, we have eyes. We're watching television. Like, what is happening? Uh, and then uh, I guess the last one from the Big Ten Network is the bake the breakthrough moment was yeah. Wisconsin running backs, <laughs> and it's like. It's a moment. A moment. Uh, a moment. Like, it's all like, the running. It backs. can't be. And then it was just a montage of running plays. <laughs> We're <laughs> running them over. Uh, speaking of Wisconsin running back, Jonathan Taylor with a rushing touchdown, second uh, touchdown of the game. Uh, and it's just like that's not a moment. <laughs> like pick <laughs> one and say that's the moment. It was so funny. It was so good to be back on the Big Ten Network, Marlo. I don't know what you're talking about. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was hilarious. Uh, it just shows like, how far we've fallen. <laughs> Matt Millen, it's just been so. It's been a while since we had Matt Millen on a call. I don't think we had him at all last year, or I just don't I remember. Can't remember, I can't remember. But um, yeah, I was just quickly reminded. I remember it was, it was a joke, but I was just quickly reminded, like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is this is why, this is why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. The last thing I guess on the game, uh, defense was stellar. Uh, held them to what is this? Under 100 yards? Am I seeing that right? Was it total? Yeah, Crazy. I have I have twenty six passing, sixty seven. Yeah, so that's ninety six. Yeah. Good quick maths on the pod. That was tough. and I was worried at one point of this game. Yeah, <laughs> under hundred yards, um, and I think they ended up with nine first downs. I'm pretty sure half of those were on our penalties. Uh, the one that really annoyed me uh, or got me fired up, and I was you know if we were doing the good, great, bad, and the ugly. Uh, was going to be my ugly if it had gone. The game had gone differently was when they were backed up on the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. And I don't think got the ball out on second down or whatever it was, but on third down, that pass interference on Hicks was just oh, so frustrating. Um, he played well most of the rest of the game, but I think they had three or four first downs on defensive penalties. So uh, great job by the defense. Only got one sack, which is a little bit surprising, but there was quite a few uh, hurries, 10 pass deflections. Uh, which seems like a lot. Um, Nick Herbig was great. Defense is good all around. All around, defense was good. Kept them in lock. 
the entire game. <clears throat> and I think just kind of shows what this defense can do to a middling to bad offense. You know, we've seen them against yeah. maybe some of the better offenses in the country, seen them kind of stall out. You don't stall out on defense, right? Tire, I'd say tire out, right, in against better competition in which their offense didn't help them very much. Yeah. Um, but in this game where they were in firm control, the offense was able to possess the ball. You can see how you know how great they, this defense is or um, can be, I guess, depending on if you think they <laughs> are great all the time, which I do think is the case. Um, if you need convincing, I guess this game can show you how great they can be. There you go. I don't know. Anything yeah. else on the defense? They're really good. No, defense, the defense, the defense was great. I mean, it helps. That, do you know what the, the, la, the ending time of possession was? I can do you look, want to hear it? No, tell me. Tell me, tell me. Uh, Wisconsin, 40 40, Wisconsin, 42 minutes, 43 wow. seconds. Illinois, 17, 17. That's it was cool. 93 yards. My quick math to work. Two turnovers too, Marlo, by the way. like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. There were there were two turnovers. There was an interception and a fumble, right? Yeah, yeah. Braylon and, Allen fumbled, uh, just trying to get that extra yard. Uh, and I, I was a lot of the times where he is running after contact. I was just thinking, hold on to the ball, hold on to the ball. <laughs> yeah, uh, he did put it on the ground once, and then uh, Graham Mertz's uh, pass punt. <laughs> yes, it really should have been a touchdown. But I'm I'm at that point. It was three to nothing. I think, and I was just doing the whole in my mind. I was like, just get, give them the ball back in the quarter. <laughs> like I don't want to yeah. like, deal with. So yeah, uh, I think. I mean, if we're to look, if we're to poke holes in this game, those those kind of the two negatives, right? We still had turnovers. Yeah. One and the penalties nine nine penalties for 101 yards. Um, obviously they didn't come back to hurt us in this game, but seems like a lot. Um, during that, and yes, it's just like, penalties. True. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, um, you know, the, the score is what it is, but those are the type of things against better teams that find you in, in bigger trouble. Yeah, good point. Yeah, another thing the Big Ten Network does, I, I guess all networks do this, is, but, like, yeah. there was a, a block below the waist penalty, I think, uh-huh. and they just don't show it. They just show the huddle, and it's like, we're going to huddle for 30 seconds. Like, can I see the replay of the penalty that sent us back 15 yards or erased the big play? Like, I just hate when they don't show the penalty, mainly so I can't be like, oh, you call that because I'm not going to agree with it anyway because it's <laughs> But I want to yeah. see it to know that I can be, you know, feel uh, validated about my thinking it shouldn't have been a penalty. Uh, I can't do that without not seeing it. Uh, yeah, so still things to clean up, but I think it just shows you how good this defense is. And uh, maybe we got a little excited over the... Illinois Nebraska game because Nebraska, we'll talk about them in a second. They didn't look awful. No, and they lost they're, they're, an Illinois they're team really close to being back. Almost, really close to being almost back. Almost back in it. All right. Yeah. Um, next week for Wisconsin. Strangely, this is a night game. Yeah. Actually, they, I think they've been doing this lately because. They take one of the non-conference games and make them night games. But it's a night game against Army. Uh, obviously, Army runs the triple option that all the talk is. That's what all the Thank talk is about. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Don't this game is going to be another quarterback duel. Call yeah, it. For sure. Probably 
under 20 passes thrown <laughs> in the game. Um, everyone talks about how hard it is to game plan for Army's triple option. I mean, maybe, but if it works, more people would do it, right? Yeah, agreed. Uh, it's it's just all about let's just take it in. It's all about playing discipline, right? Yeah, that's all it is. Um, and then especially up front, which is a strength for our defense, right? Uh, discipline up front. So this actually, I think, hopefully, doesn't come and bite me in the ass. This team is playing to our strengths on the defensive side. So I'm not too worried about that uh, as far as the option. I usually am just because it's different. But our, we're, but like I said, we're sound. Uh, we're sound up front. We play our our gaps and our assignments uh, in most cases, and it's we haven't been rushed against at all. Really, the season doesn't matter which game we're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Uh, holding teams to forty two point six yards rushing. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think you know running at our linebackers. Uh, what our safeties do best is come downhill and get involved in the run game. Not so great in the pass coverage, but yeah. they're you know good uh, coming downhill. So I think uh, this was type of Wisconsin defense is probably hopefully hopefully <laughs> as well positioned as any to um, to defend against a, a, a triple option. Uh, Army's coming in is coming in four and one, uh, not wins over anybody you'd really worry about, I guess, or be impressed with Georgia. Georgia State, Western Kentucky, UConn, Miami, Ohio, and loss at Ball State last week. Oof. Ball State. It's tough. Um, yeah, so, but a night game, so you'll take that, Marlo. Pace yourself yeah. this time. I'll try. I'll try. I think I can. I think okay, I can. I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> you want, you, you want to go? I, so I definitely thought about going, and I... I was like, oh, it'd be fun to bring my son. I was like, what am I thinking? Like, that's a terrible idea. It's <laughs> a terrible idea for a night game. Well, that I was, was, this was the game I was eyeing up for my son, but once they turned it to a night game, I said, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do I want to go? You know, I do, but we just made plans to go to a pumpkin patch. Oh, dang. Tough. That's tough. tough. That's tough. Shoot. All right. Shoot. I mean, is it okay. a, what is it called? I think it's, is it called a pumpkin patch? I don't know. Well, I feel I like you can go early in the day and still to, make it up. Is it a pumpkin? No, it's a... Wait, I don't know if orchard? Going, is a it pumpkin orchard? Far, I don't know if we're going to pumpkin farm or an apple orchard. We're going to one of those two things. Okay, got I it. I forget now. I you know. I mean, they're interchangeable very, at this time. Very deep into the planning of this, as you can tell. Yeah. yeah. And uh, right. I'm doing that Saturday. I was trying to get it moved to Friday. Okay. It was going to take a whole half day and everything for it. <laughs> but it uh, has to be Saturday for... For reasons. All right. <clears throat> That's next weekend. Uh, uh, last bit of Badger news. Jalen Berger, the talented former uh, four-star uh, running back from New Jersey, uh, has been dismissed from the team. Uh, not Nothing officially released about this. Um, he's been notably absent from, what, three of the five games, Marlo? Two of yeah. the five? Yep. Obviously, his playing time was uh, shortened. Um, if when he did play, uh, I, I've heard rumors about. I don't even want to necessarily tread in the rumors, Marlo. Oh, you be the um, rumor guy, because I don't know how much of them are true. It's just people on Twitter, 
but uh, obviously there was something that was keeping him out of these games. I thought one game was a concussion, but it seems weird that he would have missed this much time, so something was keeping him out of the games. Obviously, whatever it was was not fixed or corrected or what have you and has been dismissed from the team. Yeah, surprising. Um, we'll see if anything kind of leaks out from this. What's going on? I mean, we've been asking, where is that? I think, did you see Chris's press conference? He wants nothing to say about it. Um, it's, you know, they're just hoping it goes away. And, you know, in this, in this, this, this time we live in, that doesn't really happen. So I'm sure we'll, some other information will come out uh, of, of what exactly is going on. It's on the surface, like as far as a fan, it's, it's, it sucks to see. He was very promising. Um, very promising young running back, and we're hoping to have him around for a while. But yeah, yeah. But besides that, well, I guess we'll just wait and see what what else what all shakes out from this and where yeah. he goes. And I I can see you know one it's not like Paul Chris is going to get out there and you know gab about anything, but yeah, I can see neither side wanting you know if he's not on the team, it doesn't help any side to air anything out or to you know. Give your side, right? It doesn't help yeah. Jalen uh, if you're like, hey, this is, he did X, Y, and Z, um, or what have you. Uh, it doesn't help the team. I don't think this is any – I mean, this is what, our third running back, second running back dismissed from the team this year? Yep. Uh, I don't know if – I don't think that this leads to some sort of like culture thing or conversation or whatever, but um, – I don't. I've seen some comments to that effect, and I'm just. Yeah. I'm not squashing them, but I'm not sure that this is necessarily indicative of some sort of larger thing. You know, it's not like this is uh, Paul's first rodeo. You know, he's been coach for a while. These things yeah. just kind of seem to pop up this year. So I don't know. Um, I guess I'm just trying to acknowledge that I've heard these things, but I'm kind of trying to. Uh, not squash it, but be like, I don't be too hurried to, you know, kind of be pointing fingers, I guess, at Paul Chris, because I don't gotcha. know that that's, that's necessary. Um, all right. I, I guess uh, it stinks. He's probably, you know, transfer portal from New Jersey. Everybody's saying he's going to go to Rutgers. <laughs> so, all I right. think they, you know, probably have to him. Disappointing. I, I, liked, I liked him. I thought he, you know, had promise last year but if you're talking strictly from a football standpoint having Maluzi come in and be productive and having Braylon Allen having the game he had today kind of makes you feel a little bit okay about the future of Wisconsin running backs or the current of Wisconsin running backs at least without him yeah which which at the beginning of the season I didn't think I would be saying agreed if you would have told me that Jalen Berger was transferring or was going to be dismissed from the team at the beginning of the season, I would have been in full freakout mode. <laughs> I thought he was going to be the star, the main tailback. Yeah, no, we all did. Well, this was so, going to be Berger's breakout breakout season. He's going to become and, that that Wisconsin running back. Yeah, he was the net. We thought he, we were talking about him being the next. Uh, disappointing. Yep. I think he could have been, but oh well. All right, uh, let's turn outside of the University of Wisconsin, look at the other college football games of the weekend, Marlo, and I'm just going to come out and say it. Did we just watch the best weekend of college football ever? Um, I think we did. I, I think from top to bottom, 
I can't uh, even I, remember two weekends ago, so yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, from top to bottom, I mean, just starting off in the 11 o'clock time slot, we had Oklahoma, Texas, and the barn burner that game was. That was followed up with, was that the same time as Arkansas, Ole Miss, or was that the second game? That was the second game. Arkansas, Ole game. Miss, uh, which was a great game. Iowa, Penn State kind of going on at the same time. And then the nightcap with Alabama losing. Um, I don't even want to talk about these, Marl. I just wanted to lay out, hey, this is the case for why it was the best weekend ever. Yeah. I'm kind of kept off by Alabama losing. But, yeah. uh, well, you I want mean, to start with Oklahoma, about, Texas? Yeah, I mean, Texas, you know, some people were saying during the game Texas was back. Some people were. Mm-hmm. Then at the end, not so much. Well, I saw uh, them, and they, they didn't text the wrong text chain this time. The right one. But, uh... No, I mean, what an interesting game. I mean, wild game. I think from like our fan perspective, it's wild to see that type of offensive performance. Yeah, I don't know if it was that if it was the offense or just really bad defense. I, I lean towards bad defense because every time I saw people could not tackle for the life of them. <laughs> yeah, um, throughout that game. But you know, it's always fun to see scores. Uh, Rattler getting benched again in this game. Um, and then I forget the God, I forgot the backup quarterback's name Williams, but um, Williams just being electric and it Caleb, looks like Caleb Williams. It, it and then even the announcers making the, Kurt Herbstreit trying to stir the pot, making it seem like the uh, the team was behind him and not Rattler and what's going to happen next. So that that was interesting. But yeah, yeah, I mean Texas came out on fire. Oklahoma, I think they were Texas was up by twenty five at one point in the third quarter, early third quarter. Oklahoma found yeah. their way back and basically had a walk-off touchdown, which is <laughs> fascinating in itself. Got him up 18 in the third quarter. 18? Yeah. I see 18. Yeah, 18 in the third quarter. Let's go with that. Um, yeah, unbelievable comeback by Oklahoma. Uh, I think outside of the comeback, I think Rattler getting benched. I don't, I don't, know, how, I don't know how you go back to him. Yeah, after this performance, and partly to your point, um, that play didn't work. Kind of weird flea flicker. Um, they just kind of chucked the ball up, and the receivers went up and got it, which I guess you're supposed <laughs> to do. But it was kind of like somebody play defense, like knock <laughs> a ball down once, and you probably win the game. It was very strange. I mean the. Oklahoma wide receivers, the catches they were making, uh, Mims' catch, his was the one I think on the, um, where his toe just came down just inside. Yeah. Um, who's their other, who's their other wide receiver that I can't think of right now? Um, for Oklahoma, goodness. Goodness me. Oh, I, was thinking, I think I was thinking of one of Mario Williams' catches, but Marvin Mims was the, the main guy, I guess, so maybe it's just two of his catches. Um, that were absolutely unbelievable. And on the flip side, like Casey Thompson, Texas quarterback, he's just chucking it up. Xavier Worthy's running underneath it. It was <laughs> absolutely crazy, uh, this game. And I don't know. Uh, yeah, the offenses were great. The defenses definitely got tired out and worn out. Uh, but they just chucked it up, and their wide receivers went up and made plays. And I guess you're putting the ball there, right? The quarterback's putting the ball like on that sideline or or in that spot. But when you're watching it, it just feels like it. I don't want to say random, but it's just almost lucky, you know? Yeah. 
but oh, I know yeah. there's more there's more to it but it's just kind of like if you're rooting for one side it just kind of feels lucky but I know that's not that's not it wait did Boston didn't win the series Boston just won the game they didn't win the series right that was just they're up 2-1 Do it on, let's do it on the real computer, huh? All right. Uh, anyway, uh, next up was Arkansas Ole Miss, and the new. This is the new SEC, I guess. <laughs> There's just points. Uh, a great back and forth. And Marlo, do you agree with uh, Arkansas going for two? I mean, yeah, go for the win, right? Why not? Crap, Boston did win the series. I didn't think that was. I thought it was one-to-one there. <laughs> Shoot. That stinks. Um, yeah, I like going for two there. Look, you're on the, they're on the road, right? Yep. Point one. Point two, your offense just came down the field and scored. I think you have a better chance than going through the whole overtime. You know, 50-50 shot to win it there. The play didn't work out. I like going for it, but what a back-and-forth game. I think this was similar to the Packers game, well, the opposite of the Packers game, but both teams just kept getting ridiculous options to win <laughs> and pulling it off, um, and just an absolutely absolutely great game. Uh, at the end of the day, I think this is just two teams who are offense and no defense. Sounds about but right. nonetheless, was fun. All right, let's talk about the biggest game of the Big Ten. Probably should have been the biggest game of the weekend, but I don't know. I just felt like everybody outside of the Big Ten was kind of poo-pooing or downplaying it. That was just my read on it. Um, maybe I was being a little bitter. I don't know. Is that how you felt too? Or I mean, it was um, a big I game. Think it was a good or game. Was it, it was, it was, was big. It? But I think, yeah, the Alabama game overshadowed it um, afterwards. I mean, it's it's at the time it was with three and four, or was it four? Yeah, five? three and uh, four. Three and yep. four at the time. Um, yeah, two undefeated teams going going at it, and I mean, this was Big Ten football, right? Yep. This was this was three and four Big Ten, Big Ten football, and Iowa finding a way to get it done again at home is annoying. Um, I don't know what I'm more annoyed about: the fact that Iowa won, or that like. I think I said at the beginning of the season, like the years that Iowa is like the team of the West, those years suck. But now it's like Iowa's a national team <laughs> to watch yeah. out for. That's even more annoying. Yeah, it is annoying seeing them have success. So they won the game, and you can't take that away from them. Uh, but Penn State did lose Sean Clifford, who, by all accounts, isn't great. Right, he's he's good. He's a good quarterback, um, but uh, is I guess limiting. Let's put it this way: Penn State, he's their question mark. Right, if he comes in and plays well, they can beat anybody. He was playing well, okay, in this game. They were up when he was in. He got hurt, left the game. I don't know what the injury ended up being, um, but they were winning. He went out. Taquan Roberson came in. Uh, went seven for twenty-one for thirty-four yards in the rest of the game, so not great. So if the starting quarterback doesn't go out, is this different? Yeah, <laughs> and maybe Penn State doesn't make. Excuse me, maybe Iowa doesn't make this uh, 
relatively amazing comeback uh, where they came back from, I guess it was 20 to 10 in the third quarter. That's all the higher it was, but um, I thought it was a little bit more than that when I started that sentence, but whatever. (laughs) 10-point lead in the third quarter, and the way that game was going was going to be tough to come back from. Uh, But Iowa looks like, obviously, the team to beat in the Big Ten West, and I, you know, looking at their schedule, Marlo, I don't know that they're going to lose a game. They don't play another ranked opponent. I don't think any of the teams on their schedule will be ranked when they play them. There won't be a, even if Wisconsin wins next week, they're not going to be ranked. So nope. Then that's in two weeks. Then they have Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska. I don't think any of those teams are going to get ranked. So they have a very good shot at running the table here in the Big Ten and meeting. Uh, the Big Ten East champion, and now I don't see why not. Why in Iowa City they're not talking about uh, college football playoff? Yeah, and yeah. I guess I guess deservedly so. With wins over Penn State and Iowa State. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, you I, like you said, you look down and so. they go undefeated. If they can run the table again, it looks like they can. Um, it possibly could be a rematch, depending on how Penn State does with Ohio State. Could be a rematch or Ohio State on the other side of the Big Ten championship. Um, I still think you're looking at a three-team race. Still throwing Michigan in there. Um, obviously, all those teams play each other. I guess you got it. Well, we'll talk about it in a second here, but yeah, maybe Michigan State. The East is still up in the air, but that'll sort of stuff out here shortly. But the West. Well, they're talking about it. Uh, they're talking talk- in the Iowa City. They're definitely talking about it. They're doing what we're doing right now. They're looking at the schedule, like, lock, you know, yeah. licking their chops. Like, oh, man, got this. I hope Book they're it. looking at the at Wisconsin. They have at Wisconsin, at Northwestern. I mean, yeah. if you flip that, that's at Iowa, at Northwestern for Wisconsin. You're like, God, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know you know, we're scoring nine points in one of those games and, like, fumbling on the goal line twice. Yeah, truth. So hopefully that – I don't know – I mean, obviously, I would have lose to Wisconsin, but if they beat Wisconsin and go to like, I at this point, I'm kind of like, ah, whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't, just beat Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, then, if you're going to do that, just please do that, because otherwise, it's all a waste, and then I'm just annoyed. <laughs> uh, Penn State, like you said, still kind of in their hands. See what ha- what's up with Clifford, uh, if you can get him back, because it seems like they don't have another option at quarterback. Uh, which is fine. We don't either. <laughs> but um, they're still. I still think they're a very good team. That defense is for real. Uh, and I think if I look at their schedule, I don't need to go this much into it. Very tough. Let's just say it's, yeah. it's very tough going forward. Wow. Um, that at 12 Wisconsin, that looks so nice, that number 12 up there. Uh, still got at Ohio State versus Michigan at Michigan State, all in the top 10 right now. That's it's a tough one. That's a tough one. They win those, though. I think they'll do okay. Uh, all right. Nightcap, last one. Uh, that's not true because we're going to talk about another one. But last one, outside of the Big Ten, even though we just talked about the – I'm all over the place. I don't <laughs> just go. Just go. I organize this very poorly, and my transition is not working well. Texas A.M. <laughs> defeats Alabama uh, 41-38. Uh, Jimbo Fisher's first win, the first – uh, I guess assistant to beat Nick Saban. I think he was twenty four and 23 and something like that 
and uh, finally gets it done. I think it's hilarious that Texas A&M Texas finally beats Alabama in a season in which they were already 0-2 in conference. Like it's, it's not, Every year they've had a chance to actually like get to the college football playoffs or get to uh, the SEC championship game. Those are the years they lose <laughs> to Alabama. But this year they're probably already out of it. <laughs> That's the year they beat Alabama. Absolutely hilarious. And my other favorite joke is that now uh, Jimbo Fisher has another 10, year, 10 years added onto his contract. Oh, yeah, he 100% does. Um, yeah, that was the first the first time Texas A&M had beat Alabama since. Mr. Johnny Manziel, who was in the oh, house. Yeah. He was in the house. Oh, really? He was in the house. Uh, oh, what's he up to? I don't know. Has he won any Super Bowls yet? No, no Super Bowls yet. Nor oh, Grey Cups either. No Grey Cups either. Shoot. Um, he was in the house. Too bad. So that was special. Your boy Chris Middleton was in the he house. He was there. He was there. Uh, represented with the trophy. So yeah. that was special. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 always kind of wild when Alabama loses, right? You always feel like... You always go into the season just figuring they're going to go undefeated. And if they lose to like a year where there's a good LSU team or maybe even not like LSU game, you figure one of those or something like that. But like when they lose to a team like uh, Texas A&M, it's like, oh shit, <laughs> maybe they are human, um, which is interesting. So I think like of the fallout of all these, since we talked about the best week ever, um, Alabama dropped to number five in the polls that don't matter. Cause I, I'm not sure when the college football playoff makes the first one it has to be pretty soon, right? I can't remember. They um, usually do it. Sure. It's like mid-October. But anyways, they dropped to, f- dropped to five um, yeah. out of that. Puts Iowa goes up to two with that win on Penn State. And um, now we have, we haven't talked, well, we haven't talked about it, but we do have five teams in the top ten. Yeah. Five Big Ten teams in the top ten. And a number, and I, I wish you get the stats department on. I'm curious when's the last time a Big Ten team has been ranked above Alabama that isn't Ohio State mm. during the season. So, stats department, get on that. I couldn't find it. <laughs> couldn't find it? <laughs> no. Um, I think it takes a special Googler. I didn't look that it hard. Probably has to, I would think, yeah, probably a while. Probably, I think before Nick Saban. Probably, I don't, I mean, even if you throw in Ohio State, do you think there's <laughs> even think it's? I guess Ohio State was number one for quite a bit. Yeah, but Ohio yeah. State's kind of been up there. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably pre Nick, pre Nick, I think, or maybe early on there. Yeah, I said Ohio State. Interesting. Yeah, I, so watching this game, the thing that surprised, like, I just was waiting for Alabama to win. Like, I yeah. just thought it was going to happen, and they came back and took the lead. Yeah. They took the lead 38-31, and I thought, well, there you, you go. Over. There yep. you go. Texas A&M comes down, scores a touchdown with three minutes left, and then gets a last-second field goal to win. And <clears throat> I don't. that's just not something that happens to Alabama, and that's not something Texas A&M normally does. Like, they normally don't rebound like that. They, don't really, they haven't in the past. Like, they, when they get caught, then they lose, and I, I'm just perplexed by this AM team. They're now four and two. They're one and two in conference, and it, I mean they were ranked to start the season, and now back to back losses to Arkansas, Mississippi, and then beat Alabama. I, 
I guess maybe they're good. I don't know. It's very strange. Sort of the, they're they're looking too far ahead. Looking too far ahead. Got to look opponent in front of you. Alabama sitting at five, still probably gonna win out. Mm-hmm. Still probably gonna beat Georgia in the Big Ten. I mean, not the SEC championship. Yeah. So, so doesn't matter. There it is. There you go. Uh, All right, let's uh, talk the rest of the Big Ten. The rest of the Big Ten. Michigan, Nebraska. Uh, I, this was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I yeah. thought Michigan was going to crush Nebraska. It ended up being a three-point game. Although I feel like Michigan let them off the hook. Like I felt like Michigan was going to run away with it at a point and then kind of let, let Nebraska hang around. And then Nebraska did Nebraska things in – uh, give the game away. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw. I so did I. I thought this was gonna be a better game, and got me scared that maybe Nebraska is pretty close to being back. Because, but you know, like you said, in typical Nebraska form, they found a way to lose. But they're getting closer. Okay, Casey, they're getting closer to almost winning these games. Yeah, and you know, I mean, one of these days. They're going to come through. It, they're going to win a few. Yeah, they're going to win a few. One of these days. Hopefully not against us. <laughs> that would make me sad. Um, very, very sad. That would be the game to get Frost off the hot seat. Ugh, that made me sick. Um, tough schedule ahead for Nebraska. Ends, so... I don't know why I'm really. You're, you're all about this. You're all. You're, you're, it's that. I don't know. It's, it's that like season. midway of the it's season. That t- yeah, it's that time of year. Like, okay, Nebraska's, you know, sitting at uh, three and four. You know, what does the rest of the season look like for them? Um, one and three in conference uh, at Minnesota versus Purdue versus Ohio State at Wisconsin versus Iowa. That's a tough end of the schedule there. That is tough. Um, at Wisconsin uh, in there. I just want to make sure it's at Wisconsin. Um, I feel like everyone's very excited about Michigan, and I may yes. maybe want to. I just maybe want to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, you pump 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 them a little. Pump bit? the brakes a little bit. Wins okay. over Western Michigan, sure. Washington, who sucks. Northern Illinois, who sucks. Rutgers, who's Rutgers. Wisconsin, who not good. Was not good, but was in that game until our quarterback got hurt. Would we have lost the game anyway? Maybe. Maybe. But having a backup quarterback who comes in and turns the ball over two or three times does not help. And then a close win at Nebraska. I guess it's a win at Nebraska. It's still a win, right? And good teams win game, you know, win these types of games. But number eight in the country, six and zero. You got to put them there. They're six and zero. They're Michigan. I get it. But Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State still left on the schedule. I'd pump the brakes a little bit if I was Michigan. All right, last one, Marlo. Michigan State beat Rutgers. Similar to my Michigan take, I guess. Looking at Michigan <laughs> State, also six and zero. Eleven, I thought I saw them at ten, but whatever. Okay, I it said eleven. Now I clicked on it. It says ten. Whatever. Ten or eleven in the country. I'd say even less impressive uh, victories for them. Um, <clears throat> Northwestern, Youngtown State, Miami, Nebraska, Western Kentucky, Rutgers. Maybe they're good. Maybe they just haven't played anybody. Time to tell. This is that part of the season, right? Almost halfway. I think that's how you get, what is it, five Big Ten teams in the top ten? Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like by happenstance, I don't even know if happenstance is the right word to say it, 
They all just haven't happened to play each other yet. Think that's by mistake or by design? It just happened. I think it's just it's just random. I think you could say, uh, I mean, just if you flipped, I, uh, never mind. I was gonna say if you flip, I'll make this point anyway. If you flip Wisconsin's schedule and we win, you know, against some of these teams that we have coming up on our schedule, then we played Penn State. Then we, you know, maybe we sneak in. We were at twelve to start the season, but maybe we sneak up uh, like Penn State has or right, something. Right. But Penn State beat was beat like us, Michigan who I think State is has. Yeah. Maybe it's different. You know, we're the team that's up there instead of them. But I think it's just kind of a, a nature of the schedule. I don't think it's by design. Yeah. Obviously, some of the is it by is by design, right? You want Michigan playing Ohio State late. You want you know the rivals those that yeah. those games kind of happen late on design. Um, but I think the rest of it's just kind of happenstance. And it's all thrown off a little bit by the Big Ten game starting early. That's kind of that's still throwing me off. So. That's it. I talked too much about Big Ten. Next week, Marlo, can we make next week the, the best, best week ever weekend ever in college football? I gotta say, I gotta say, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> in a, in a, in a word, word, no. In a word, no. Highly, highly unlikely. I just don't. The lineup isn't there to do it. The lineup. I. I mean, the three versus four isn't there. Um, what Nebraska Minnesota doesn't get your wheels going. Oh, I mean, we'll talk Nebraska, Minnesota. <laughs> talk all day. Uh, loser gets fired. That, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Put it out uh, there. That's a keep your job game. Yeah. Keep your job oh, game. Keep your job game. Minnesota uh, coming off their bye week. Uh, they did get that win at Purdue, I guess. I just remember the loss to Bowling Green State. Uh, not great. <laughs> uh, um, not great. I mean, look. As far as games that end up on ESPN two, that's one I'm more likely to flip to, just to see, just to laugh, just to laugh at whoever's losing. I don't care who it is, if they're lo- if it's losing or close, I, no matter what happens, I'm gonna laugh. At if it's losing or if someone's losing, if somebody's or losing or the game is close, and then I was like, wait, that's literally every situation, <laughs> literally every situation, I will be laughing at. So that will be great. Boston celebrating uh, with the champagne and stuff. Is this fun, Marlo? I don't know. I've, uh, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think I've done it like that. I don't. F- I feel hey, there's a lot of Bud Lights on the table as well. So yeah. that seems fun. <laughs> They're just I guess, not, a, not, just not a champagne guy. I don't know if I want people spraying stuff on me. You got to stay. I don't know. Mm, I don't know if that's fun. All right. I've never won anything though. So what do I know? Uh, okay, sorry, aside. All right, I guess game of the week, Marlo. Uh, okay, let's do, do you want to do upset first or game of the week? Uh, let's go upset. Let's change it. Okay, nice, 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 nice. All right, um, do you want my real one or my chaos one? Ooh, let's go real one first. Okay, shoot, I forgot what the real one was. Oh, jeez. All right, chaos, go. (laughs) No, I'm going to find it. (laughs) Hold (laughs) on, oh, real one. Ole Miss at Tennessee. Oh, Ole Miss at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee coming off a good win, although I'm a little worried they might be feeling themselves. But it's more so, I think, going to be a letdown for Ole Miss coming off that last second win over Arkansas. Now having to go to Tennessee, I think this is a Tennessee wins. Are they back? Conversation game, and then uh, they lose the following week to Alabama and just get blown out, and they're not back. <laughs> but I think they, but I think they win this game. That's my upset pick. They're not ranked. Ole Miss is ranked thirteenth. Gotcha. 
Lakers Chaos won. Lose his coming home game. All right. Do, all right. Do you want to do yours and then I'll do my chaos one? Um, sh- sure. Upset. All right. This is probably going to be someone's game of the week, but I'm going to go ahead and do this now because it's it will officially it will officially make them a football school. Kentucky over Georgia. No, you're, that was my chaos one. You stole my chaos one. Ah, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. That would be chaos. This would, yeah, because then, because then you can't have both Georgia and Alabama in the college football playoff. Yeah, because one of them is going to have two losses, and that would be the that would just be the best. Um, well, then also Kentucky would be in lane to get to the SEC championship. That's also true. <laughs> Which would be <laughs> wild. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Kentucky being ranked 11th is insane. They don't have another ranked team on their schedule. I don't know why I'm supposed to schedule tomorrow. I don't know. I'm just doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're scheduled. I'm guy, doing it. It's so fun. I'm just in look ahead mode. I don't know. Um, that would be so fun if Kentucky can beat Georgia. I haven't watched one play of Kentucky this year. Oh, my goodness. Did they just miss a field, get a field goal block? It's blocked it. Ah. Uh, Blankenship, come on. Speaking of Georgia. Yeah, speaking of Georgia. Nice segue, Mark. Tie in, Marla. Good job. <laughs> Professional over here. Um, all right, that was my chaos one. I just think it'd be so, I just think it would be hilarious. Um, the odds do not, uh, or the power index or whatever the hell ESPN does. FPI or whatever, yeah. FPI does not like that. Uh, they think there's a, a 5% chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. Um so it doesn't like that one. Uh, okay, game of the week. I guess that's that's probably, I mean, ranking-wise, right? 11 versus 1 is the game of the week. I just had, it's just Kentucky, you know? It's yeah. Kentucky. But why I don't think this, I guess in general, why I don't think this can be, you know, the best week of college football ever is because there's not a lot else out there. The primetime ABC game is TCU-Oklahoma, Marlo. I'm a little oklahoma out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how much more Oklahoma I want to watch. Although it might be interesting to see if they do go with uh, Caleb Williams over Rattler. That would be f- that would be something. But then the game's going to happen, and they're probably going to crush TCU. So I don't know how exciting that would be. Uh, they're eleven and a half point favorites on that. <clears throat> but again, elsewhere, big news: Oklahoma State, Texas. Okay. Oh, I feel. Uh, uh, I know. Uh, no, big noon. They were at the. Right. No, yeah. Fox was at Penn State, Iowa last week, right? No, they went to. Uh, they went to Ohio State. They were at Maryland, Ohio oh, State. Oh, that's right. They were Maryland, Ohio State. That was dumb. Yeah. Was why weird. did they do that? They just must have been like, there's no other week we can come to Ohio State. We have to do this one. Because <laughs> nobody, like. That wasn't a good game. No, it was dumb. I guess I they dumb. moved. I guess they should have been at Iowa, but they moved that to the three o'clock game. So then they can't do the big noon at three o'clock. Obviously. Well, I mean, so they, they could do the pregame show. I think it's. I guess. Can I, I, I. I don't know. I don't know the rules. I don't well. know how it works. I it's don't called know. big noon. I. It's yeah, not it's, called pregame show for the three o'clock game. I. I, I mean, sure. Big okay. mid. Big mid afternoon. <laughs> Well, whatever. Fine. 
Fine. Anyways, I was gonna say I thought <laughs> in my I thought Texas was but no, it was it was game day that was there last yeah. game. I thought Texas oh. was a big noon effect like we did. Um oh, But so they're they getting did. it now. They're getting big nooned. So I don't know. There you go. Or maybe Texas will be back. Maybe Texas will be back. <laughs> I even see they haven't watched much of Oklahoma State, so I don't know if they're actually good. Florida LCU would be good, but LCU is not good. So they are not good. That stinks. Coach um, probably right. He is. It's SEC man. Two like, years ago, two, two years, years ago, removed, we two years removed from a national title. If yeah, and you're, you're yeah, he's on the hot seat for sure. I guess. As they say, Joe Burrow's not coming back through that door. He's no, he's throat, not. He's got a throat contusion. <laughs> Uh, that is Pac-12 after dark, Arizona State, Utah. I think Arizona State is the only ranked Pac-12 team. Is that right? Pac-12, man. That's tough. Why are we in alliance with them? Go away. I mean, kind of, you know, it's an alliance, Marlo. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Where is the stupid... Why can't I look at NCAA football? I want to look at the divisions. What? The conferences. I can't, I can't find it. Whatever. All I'll right. look it up. We'll get the research right team on it. That's called Triple Marlowe. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's we breeze tidied, through. Tidy that up. <clears throat> breeze through the NFL. Packers 25, Bengals 22. This was a... <laughs> oh, so I I, I was yeah. imagining your roller coaster during this game because I was yeah. laughing most oh, of the time because yeah. this was, to me, uh, just the most... It was... So awful it was entertaining, Toward, especially at the end. Obviously, <laughs> um, I actually it was awfully, thought, awful, awfully great. I actually thought I did a pretty good job of managing my emotions, all things considered. Yeah, uh, well, you know, big of me, big of me, Marlo. Very big. You know, I acted somewhat like an adult yeah. while I watched this game. Uh, but God, the field, the field. I just even before the f- missed field goals. At the end of regulation, uh, and over time, there were so many things in this game that I just just were like, I ruled this. We're letting them stay in this game, or we're going to lose this game because of this. Uh, the Jamar Chase touchdown before halftime, uh, first among them, two first and goals from the five that go into field goal end up in field goals. Uh, just bad play calls. Aaron Rodgers missing throws that he should otherwise make. Just so many things in this game was like, this is a game that the Packers are the better team, and they go on the road and they lose because of stupid stuff. Then five missed field goals happened. So all <laughs> like my expectations were that we were going to find a way to f, the, f up this game because of all of that, and then all the missed field goals happened. So like I was almost laughing in disbelief and yelling occasionally, but laughing in disbelief at it. Um, I guess I, I kind of, in my mind, miss, lumped the missed extra point in, but the missed extra point was in there. Like, of course we're going to do that. Of course it's going to go down to this last second field goal because we missed an extra point earlier in the game. Like, so many so many things led to this bizarre end of the game. And yeah, I was just kind of rolling my eyes, and then I was, got obviously frustrated with Mason Crosby missing whatever, three field goals or... Yeah, three field goals to, that would have essentially won the game. Um 
it's really funny to look at the win probability of this game because it just whiplashes back and forth in like the 90 percentiles between the two teams <laughs> whichever one had the ball or was kicking a field goal it's absolutely hilarious um yeah i don't know i i've listened to some commentary on this game uh from non-packer fans and they seemed like it was some sort of like greater sign of the packers not being a good team uh this just to me felt like it seems like sometimes the Packers just do this when they go on the road and probably going to Cincinnati, not a huge game. And they just kind of do a couple foolish things and they lose a random road game. And that's what this felt like. Um, I'm so I, it almost felt like if we lost it, I throw it out because looking at it, we, we've, I felt like we were the better team throughout the game. Would you disagree with that? Marlo? Do you, because I thought all the good things the Bengals did was them, quote-unquote, hanging in the game, yeah. which I think was as much Green Bay not doing things as it was uh, Lamar Jackson just might have fumbled on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're calling him down? Maybe. Okay. Uh, as much as the Packers, like, not... And I guess it kind of cuts both ways, but, like, the good things the Bengals did was to keep them in the game and give them a chance to win as opposed to the Packers mm-hmm. missing and losing opportunities. If that makes sense, so it felt. Yeah. Is he down there? I guess you can't punch the ball out if the knee's down. Okay. So that kind of I don't know. So what am I trying to say? I mean, I'm trying to think of a better way to say it. It felt like a game the Packers almost lost, as opposed to a game they lost because they were they're a bad team. And the narrative seems to be like, hey, they let the Bengals hang around and maybe should probably should have lost the game because they're not a good team. Does that make sense, the differentiation there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. That's all I got. I don't know. Right. Devontae Adams is really good. Um, Aaron Jones had some big runs. Defense did pretty well. All things considered, outside look outside of the that seventy five yard pass at the end of the half that like was nearly deflected. I don't know how the safety didn't deflect that or knock it down. Like if that doesn't happen, it's a blowout. So what are we talking about? Right. <laughs> I guess what, it happened what, right at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, it happened. But like, it counts. I roll to me. I roll. Big I roll. All right, Packers. That's it. Two minute defense. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, I guess. I don't know. Do you have any, you want to add anything, Marlo? Um, no, I, I did write it at the beginning. And I, I just thought it was awfully hilarious. I just couldn't believe every time was oh Bengals got oh no oh Packers oh Packers right oh my God Mason Crosby was oh I guess the Bengals kicker thought he made it. That was funny. oh that was pretty funny. The whole team thought they made it. It wasn't even close. I didn't get that. Um, I, well, I was so I, was, I watched it and he missed it, and then they cut to him celebrating, and I was like, "Wait, did I miss see it? Like, what? Why are they celebrating? What happened? Like, I thought I was, I thought I was losing my mind." But yeah, there was definitely. Uh, I think I only, I think I just got a little, a uh, little heated when uh, Crosby missed the last, the last two that he missed. I think I did a little. Uh, you gotta be kidding me. Oh yeah, yells. They scored another two and, and, and you know it's nice. Us, the windows are open. Neighbors probably heard it. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Moving on. 
Moving on. All right. Moving on. Bears, Raiders. It was some Bears. score. I didn't write it down. Raiders. 20 to 9, something like that? In Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, 29 or 20 to 9. Yeah. Yeah, 20 to 9. Yeah. Bears win in Las Vegas. Um, what can I say about this? I, much like my Badger game, I was nervous through this whole game. Um, the Raiders have been known in the last couple of games to turn it on in the fourth quarter. They have an offense that prior to this game was just able to th- kind of throw it around the yard and score at will. But yeah. uh, Bears, Bears defense holding it down, um, holding it down, and then the offense doing enough this time for that defensive effort to actually turn out, <laughs> turn out a win. Uh, Justin Fields wins his sec or wins his, yeah, wins his second start, gets a second win. Again, no- nothing that jumps off as far as the stats. Um, very close to Jim Graham Mertz stats, but. Had control, uh, had control of the game. There was a couple, uh, you know, you could see some some rookie, would you say rookie mistakes and or moments of like uh, head scratcher. I wish he would run the ball a little more. I think he, uh, not, but like, not on, not not run play calls, but these opportunities scramble to, more. Yes, he has opportunities. He's smart enough to get out of bounds and or slide. Mm. But he's these are opportunities that are easy yardage that I think he could take. Um, that he's trying to prove a point that he can sit back there and throw. But hey, nitpicking. Um, got his first touchdown throw, which was a laser <laughs> uh, in the end zone. So that's exciting. And the run game, uh, David Montgomery was out is out for a few weeks, strained uh, strained knee, but yeah. Khalil Herbert stepped in, uh, did very well. 18 carries of 75 yards, but provided that uh, spark two and, and also a dump off for uh, yeah for fields as well. So all in all, yeah, all in all, it's about what you can ask for. Defense playing a hell of a game, offense doing enough to uh, to to make that effort worth it. Keeping a point, even again, a team in the NFL in nine points, nothing to nothing to smirk at, man. That's tough. Yeah, especially what how explosive the Raiders had looked. I I don't know. I'm starting to look at the Raiders a little bit as fools gold in those first three wins. We'll talk about more of their strife here, their situation in a minute, but um, Bears definitely clamped them down. I was impressed with the Bears running game, 143 yards rushing. Uh, I didn't know either of the names of the running backs that were out there, so that (laughs) was uh, pretty cool. I guess pretty cool for the Bears. Not necessarily for me, I guess. But um, to see them be effective with out there, you know, star running back. Such like that. I don't. I don't know if you want Fields uh, running more. I just. I. I think you want to limit the hits. The hits are going to come because he holds on the ball too long. I wouldn't want to. You know, you said he's good at getting down and out of bounds. I would just try to limit any hits on him uh, as you can. If the bear look, if the Bears defense can continue to play like this, maybe you can win with a relatively limited offense that Justin Fields has, who plays well within it, I guess, well enough within it. And the run team. I don't know. Run game. Ah, we'll see. I'm trying to jinx it like I tried to jinx it when I texted oh. you. I know, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're looking pretty good, huh? Oh, man. Looking pretty good. 
It didn't work. It didn't uh-huh. work. Um, All right. Any other NFL games you want to talk about? Um, Bill. So Bill's Chiefs was great. Uh, I I didn't see most of it, so that's all you. <laughs> uh, Bills held on to win a weird weather delay. Uh, Bill, it seemed like the Bills just took this game a little bit more, a little bit more seriously than uh, I don't. Know, I think the Bills circled this on their calendar after losing the AFC Championship game to them last year, and this was a much more important game to them. The Chiefs kind of came through and treated it as another game. That's the way it felt. As far as intensity-wise, as far as physicality, that said, maybe that's just where these two teams are at. Maybe the Bills are just a more physical team. Um, Josh Allen was great. Um, Patrick Mahomes was okay, and I had a, so. And uh, the Chiefs' defense is terrible. <laughs> yes, but they still have Patrick bad. Mahomes, so I'm not too worried long term. But their defense is terrible. <clears throat> but. The Chiefs turned the ball over a couple times, and for so for so long they play. So in general, they play. Patrick Mahomes had two interceptions, and I thought there was another fumble somewhere. Was there not? Yeah, they lost two fumbles, so they had four turnovers. They had two interceptions. Mahomes had a fumble, and Pringle had Whoa. a fumble. And um, Jesus. I just how am I trying to put this? Mahomes plays with a, a carelessness that his talent has and his ability has always exceeded. Right? He does these weird throws. He does these off the back heel, and they've always worked. And kind of the concern on him, if I recall correctly, him coming out is, you know, he tries to force everything because he has this talent, and maybe he turns the ball over, and he hasn't been. And I'm just starting to wonder. Just wondering, Marlo. Not saying this is happening. People are wondering. Is it catching up to him? That's all I'm asking. Okay. Is the carelessness, the extending plays, the ability of everybody on this team to extend the plays, the goofy plays that they run, that they were praising during the broadcast about how they let the team decide it, is that turning and they're, you know, maybe coming back to the median or coming back to what the expectation would be on turnovers for ha- the type of style that they play? Just asking questions. Just asking and questions. De- and their defense sucks. Their uh, defense uh, sucks. I think uh, the bigger thing is their defense sucks. Yeah. I just wanted to try and do a turnover thing, though. Uh, yeah. All right. Other AFC game, Chargers-Browns. I think these are the four best teams in the AFC. Uh, Chargers... In a weird, kind of weird end to the game, uh, but uh, do kind of come back and defeat the Browns. Um, this felt like a Chargers game because it was wonky and crazy and weird at the end. Um, but then this is a game that the Philip Rivers Chargers lose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe not a game the. Herbert Chargers lose. So that was my big takeaway. I think the, I guess my other takeaway was I think the Browns are good, not very good. Like, I think they're going to beat, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to beat worse teams, but I don't, I wouldn't put them in the Bills, Chiefs, Chargers category. I think they're like the, the step below. Even though they were in this game, they're a good team. But I just think that they're 
lacking a little something, and maybe it's Mayfield. But that's problems. All right. Uh, Marlo, I want to introduce a new segment to you. Okay. Don't know if it's going to catch on, but it's... uh, Everyone loves hearing people complain about their fantasy team, so I'm going to go with a quick fantasy complaint minute, if you will indulge me, Marlo. Ah, I missed it. He missed it. Blake, you missed another one. Sorry. Feel free. I haven't seen it yet, Marlo. I'm going to see if he makes it on my screen. He doesn't. (laughs) Wide left, just like Mason Crosby. Um... (laughs) If you'll indulge me uh, as this game now goes into overtime, that's tough. He gets one blocked and misses that. (sighs) Okay. Colts. I think Philip Rivers took his curse from the Chargers to the Colts. (laughs) Colts. Then he retired there. That's where the curse stayed. I mean, (laughs) Carson Wentz is Philip Rivers 2.0. Oh, for real. Like, come on. All right. Um, So the Philip Rivers curse is... Uh, alive and well in Indianapolis, I guess. All right. Um, Fancy complete minute. This is a couple leagues, but I'm in three, so I'm just going to kind of lump it all together. Um, in one league, I have Jones and Saquon Barkley, so it was a fun like five minutes until both those guys got hurt in the game. That was that was great. Um, injury wise, stack. Edward Hilaire, uh also injured out a couple weeks now, and uh, Russell Wilson in our league, Marlowe, out for yeah. four weeks. Uh, obviously, that's much more important to their actual teams, but also hurts my feelings. And uh, Marlo, now I have to ride with Justin Fields, who I picked just to spite you. Yeah, you did. To make sure you didn't get him. Yeah, now he's my only quarterback. Well, there you go. Take that. Not great. Not a great. Now it, that's a it's a bad that's a bad this is a bad week for you because now it's. It's. Uh, I mean, you probably you'd, you'd pick you'd pick him to do not well against the Packers, but f's you in the fantasy. Um, but then if he does do well, then in real life, oof, yeah. ooh, you're in a conundrum. It doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel great, Marlo. Um, yeah, I think I'm zero uh, five now in my work league. Oh, just kidding. I won this week. Ha! In your face. <laughs> I only won one. I was gonna complain. Why? How did I win? I was like. Oh, Jonathan, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mark Andrews has 29 fantasy points right now. Wow. Good job by him. <laughs> Look at that. Fantasy complaint minute came into fantasy celebration. There I hope go. everyone enjoyed that. It probably wasn't entertaining, but there you go. All right. Last thing, NFL Marlowe, some coaching controversies. First one, kind of funny. Last one, serious. Um, and this really happened, I guess, while we were recording last week. Um Right? It was a yeah. week ago? God yeah. time. This week yeah. was weird. Uh, after the Jaguars game last week, Urban Meyer does not board the team flights. Go, goes to or stays in Columbus. Goes to Columbus because obviously there was an NFL game in Columbus. Uh, and gets filmed with a female who's not his wife at a bar. Yeah. And so I his guess... Wife the wife was just at home giving baths to the babies. Yeah, with the grandkids. With the grandkids. His, so the first I heard about this was his press conference on Monday, which was... It, it was embarrassing. I was embarrassed for him, and I dislike him. <laughs> he was like... He seemed like a child who was scolded. Like, the way... <laughs> like, I just got this... The weirdest... It was the weird... I got the weirdest feeling out of it, because he wasn't, like, standing up there in, like, 
I don't want to say like apology like a man because that sounds like a jerk thing to say, but like he didn't feel like he was owning up to his apology. He was like looking at his feet, like kicking his feet and kind of like <laughs> mumbling like he was a kid who got called out for something. It felt really weird. So I'm watching this and I'm like, what the heck? What, what are we talking about here? And then it turns out, you know, all the stuff that happened the night before, which you can, is whatever it is. Um, but it's to, Football-wise, it seemed like the biggest thing or the weirdest thing uh, or the most significant thing, not the weirdest thing, the most significant thing was that he didn't go on the plane with the team. Yeah. And like every media person, every ex-player kind of said, I've never heard of this. And I was like... First time for everything. That's That was what was weird. The whatever in the bar is what it is. You know, that doesn't affect the football team, I don't think. It shouldn't affect the football team. But hearing that that was the first time of that ever happening, to me, that just kind of goes, either A, he's trying to get fired, <laughs> which my favorite take was Jonathan Vilma came on the Ryan Rosillo podcast, and he says it's staged. Like, he did it on purpose to get fired, <laughs> which I think is a fantastic take. I wish I thought of it on my own. Um, but... Like the other stuff doesn't matter. Not going home with the team, that's either him trying to get fired on purpose or he just doesn't understand. He just doesn't get it because he hasn't been in the NFL. In college, he can go wherever the frick he wants. He's Urban Meyer. Who cares? You know, he's competing for national championships. When you're 0 4 and you're doing things that, you know, teams have never seen, players have never seen, it's a little different. Yeah. So I think the controversy, while funny and embarrassing for Urban Meyer, I guess sad for his family, but whatever, uh, comes down to that team aspect more than it does the, you know, stuff that we all like to make fun of a little bit more. Yeah. How far away from the uh, Urban Meyer? Uh, I got a heart condition. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Or the migraines come back. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think he wants to. I keep going back to the wanting to get fired thing. If he gets fired, he gets paid. Yeah. <laughs> if he quits, he doesn't, I think there is what go. it's coming down to. I got you. The team seems to hate him, too. I mean, and losing doesn't help. That doesn't help anything. If he's 3-2 and two and this happens, does anybody care? No, probably not. I mean, I really think, like, in the modern day, like, Pete Carroll has been the only one to really be able to make this transition. I guess what's-his-face is doing okay. Uh, in Arizona. Um, Kingsbury? Yeah, Kingsbury. But I mean, like, I'm talking like big time, big time yeah. college football coach, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think yeah. of how many more of. And Kingsbury wasn't even like a big time coach. Right, yeah. He was he at just, Texas Tech. Yeah. So. Harbaugh, I guess, was relatively successful at San Francisco. Yeah. But, I mean, then you're he going was. back, what? What is that, 10 years now? Yeah. Yeah, I guess he was. But I just I had to try and pull that out of a hat. I can't, even, I can't remember yeah. too many other ones. Yeah. But, anyways, all right. Um, but, they, but, but even, yeah. But the ones that have been successful were like, 
I, th- I think they realized it was different. I don't think Urban Meyer realizes it's different from the outside. Anyways, onto the real one. Uh, John Gruden, uh, it was nice of, I guess, nice of them, considerate of them to do this before we recorded because normally this yes. is a Monday thing. I guess we're doing the podcast on a Monday that yeah. we just missed, but uh, dropped just before we recorded. Uh, John Gruden, I think he's quitting. He's, he's yeah, he's resigning. Uh, in a you can't fire me, I quit move. Right. <laughs> he's out as a writer's head, uh, head coach. Uh, after, I guess, emails, I think they were leaked, but they were part of, this is the uh, research I did just before the pod, uh, part of an investigation into something Allen from the Washington football team. He's being investigated for creating a hostile work environment or something like that. Uh, And he emailed from his work account, John Gruden, and John Gruden said a lot of really terrible things you shouldn't say, probably think... Definitely shouldn't put in an email. Right. Yeah, this is, uh, is a fortunate incident where, you know what, you kids that are listening, you can learn from. Just think before you press send. Yeah. Just think There's, before you press send. Yeah. All you kids out here listening to this. Yeah. Um, with your... Yeah, I mean, don't... Your, yeah. your, <laughs> One, your don't, tweets and your snaps yeah. and your... Don't think or say bad things. Grams. If you want to do that, okay... The internet is forever. Truth. And apparently can just people can just pull your emails and then leak them. I don't know. Not great. Not great. Um I mean not that this pod was ever a fan of John Gruden, but definitely not a fan now. We are anti we dis we are anti We are now an anti John Gruden podcast. Anti John Gruden podcast. Starting <laughs> two hours ago when we found out. Starting two hours ago. Or I guess whenever the first email was leaked, but whatever. All right. Um, weird. I mean, ten-year contract was kind of going to be there for a while. Seemed like a promising-ish situation this year, although as I mentioned earlier, kind of fool's gold. He was just kind of so intertwined with that team and their move to Vegas. Yeah. That it will be weird to have somebody else there for sure. Yeah, was people? I don't know if they're asking for refunds in their Chucky costumes. I know I am. I know. <laughs> All right, let's look, look ahead to next week, Marlo. Got uh, some good ones, some bad ones. Um, let's just go through it. Your Chicago Bears. Oh, this is this week. I, I linked the wrong thing, Marlo, in your uh, schedule and at home. Please go ahead to week six. Uh, I had linked five in our show notes. All right, week six. Uh, oh, no, Marlo. I didn't. Yeah. This is what you were talking about. This I didn't realize. I, I didn't realize. Week. Yeah. Green Bay, Chicago, noon Sunday. Big noon. Big noon. Uh, Marlowe probably going to be there. <laughs> Most uh, likely. Packers favored by four and a half. Ooh. Uh, at Lambeau. Um, no, it's at. Uh, oh, is this at Chicago? Chicago? It's at Chicago. Okay. Yeah, not good. And um, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking there was going to be some other piece of news. Big one, Marlo. Big one. Uh, I'm feeling okay. I expect to win. I hope okay. for a win. I have my fingers crossed for a win. Yeah. Big game early this season. Big game early this season. Packers win. They're up two in the division. Bears win. They're up one with the tiebreaker. Um, and, I mean, obviously, I mean, these two teams, no matter what you say, that they're at the top right now. You got Detroit can't find a way to win. <laughs> Life of them. Minnesota's kind of doing their teeter-totter thing, so this could be a very pivotal game. You're feeling good. I'm feeling okay. 
I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling like I'm not. I'm, this isn't. Any, I'm not going into this like some other years where this is just going to be. I know it's going to be a catastrophe. Yeah. Um, the defense is playing well, very well. Hopefully, they can keep that up. Or it's going to be another Aaron's breakout game because he has some of those instances uh, after a subpar game that we well, you consider last week a subpar game for Aaron, right? Yeah, I think just because we didn't get it get it done in the goal line or yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure they want to shore that stuff up. Um, but I'm looking for more of a Justin Fields breakout game. All right, if he yeah. can make a breakout game in his first game in the Bears Packers, that's stuff legends are made of. Is Andy Dalton healthy yet? Is he? No, it's not. It's not a thing anymore. I don't, you ask. Ask Nagy. <laughs> Uh, I guess concern for the Packers is be they're kind of let teams hang around on the road, obviously getting blown up by the Saints week one. Uh, Bengals last week, they did have a win against the 49ers, but that was close and needed last-second miracles uh, to win that. So it being on the road is, I guess, a bit of a concern as far as that goes. Um, Elsewhere, Marlowe, uh, I don't know. I guess for Justin Fields, uh, J.R. Alexander was placed uh, on injured reserve before this last week's game, so uh, a little bit of a depleted secondary. I'm taking the best remaining defensive player uh, off the field um, in J.R. Alexander with um, Zaire Smith already out, right? Why is he not on the injured list? I thought he was already out. Whatever. Um that hurts. So, yeah. I don't know. I thought I had more than that, but I just kind of lost my train of thought as I was looking for Zaire Smith. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Elsewhere, All right. Uh, game of the week, obviously Houston, Indianapolis. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm not too thrilled with the primetime games, if I'm going to be honest, Marlo. Tampa, Philadelphia, Thursday night, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Sunday, obviously without Russell Wilson, and Buffalo, Tennessee, Monday night. I'm just a little bit down on this Tennessee team. Um, this year's Gino, Gino Smith's back. Yeah, yeah, exciting. You get to watch him Sunday night. Um, Al Michaels was just like, "Nah, I'm out. <laughs> he's not gonna. He's not gonna do the game." I'm sure there's a reason for it. He didn't explain, but he just he just kind of said towards the end of the last week's broadcast, he's like, "Yeah, so I'm not gonna be here next week. So Mike Tirico's gonna do it." <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> guess so um i i mean i i have circled uh the chargers chargers baltimore baltimore just winning now in overtime against uh the colts the game the colts should have won had two field goals to win again mason crosby like uh there uh that's a good one arizona cleveland a good one arizona's hot they are but like are you poo pooing Arizona? They are, but they're. You're poo pooing Arizona. San Francisco win wasn't as impressive as I wanted it to be. They won the game. Okay, you got to win games. Wasn't impressive as I wanted it to be. Kyler Murray looked like he might be a little banged up. Um, Cleveland's a good team. This is maybe this is going to end up being another game where I go, yeah, Cleveland's good, but they're not Super Bowl contenders. And then Arizona wins, and we think they are. I guess is that what. Would happen? 
Um, you maybe. seem to be an Arizona believer. I, I, I believe in Arizona. I, I think they're going to. I think they're going to beat the Cleveland. I don't think it's going to be close. I got to think about it more. I think Cleveland <laughs> will win. I think if I'm doing my uh, confidence pool, I think I pick Cleveland, but I put like one point on them. <laughs> I think that is it for the interesting games. Miami Jacksonville, loser leaves town for the coach. I don't know. Flores is for Miami is on the hot seat, but obviously we talked about Urban Meyer again. Oh, it's in London. I just realized it's in London, Marlo. Mm. And again, we send our best over there. <laughs> cool. You know what we didn't talk about, Marlo? What? The Bears buying that uh, plot of land in not Oh, Chicago. in Arlington? Yeah. In Arlington play? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think it's... So the Bears have done things like this in the past as a bargaining ploy with the city. Um, just, you know, a little background. The Bears don't own their stadium. It's owned by the, it's owned by the uh, park district. Um, so that's been a contentious relationship for a number of years. Um, and, yeah, they bought that place in the end. I actually think it's going to happen. Like, it's going, they're going to build a stadium out there unless the city actually does step up and lets them build a stadium somewhere else um, in there. But I'm not mad at it. It would suck for the city to not have it in, not have the Bears stadium inside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But it's not unprecedented. There are mm-hmm. other teams that, that do this. And it's just about time they have an actual like, I don't you know they don't need a freaking five billion dollar uh, SoFi stadium, but you know like a a nice NFL stadium. Um, and so having that land out in Arlington and Arlington Heights, um, you know, the, the, be able to afford them that I, I I I totally understand why they want to do it as as an organization. Yeah, I think I saw that uh, it's Soldier Field is the lowest capacity of any team in the NFL, and yep. like they compared it to college stadiums, and it was in like the 30s or something. Like, yeah, college stadiums, it's not great uh, from that standpoint. So it would suck from a, you know zoom out skyline view. It'd probably suck for you know if you live in the city and want to go to a game, but obviously there's. You know, it's probably more convenient for mar- far more Bears to get to the stadium for far more Bears fans than to get downtown. Mm. Um, and I guess you lose that coolness aspect, but it's not like Wrigley, uh, Wrigley, where it's like it's part of the city. You go in, you're at bars across the street and stuff. Like it's still yeah. you got to get there. You know, it's not like. I mean, I went once, so I'm not trying to act like an expert, but it's not like in the city in the sense like, I don't know, I feel like Wrigley is. Does that make sense? Uh, I get what you're trying to say. Like, Wrigleyville, Wrigley has its own, like, it's literally its own neighborhood. Um, there's there's bars and everything around around it, and I, I get that sediment. But still with... Soldier Field being in the South Loop, it's still easily accessible via, via public transportation. Um, it's in that like, kind of historic area. Picturesque, by the way, on the lake as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Um, but I I don't know. I, I feel more more people... I think I, I get what you're saying. I, I feel like more people that live in Chicago and the city will uh, 
think of a more of a staple of in of in the city than you would. But I I could understand the the sentiment compared. No, to I, I'm not trying to say staple. Like I, I get that that part makes sense. But I'm trying to like, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I was trying to like needle it and say like it's not like as a part of the city as kind of like baseball stadiums kind of tend up end up being. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's just like you said an, an outsider view of it. So. I'll accept that. And to be fair, I think I've been there twice. One was for a soccer game, um, in which I drove down, and the other one I uh, was for the Wisconsin when we played Northern Illinois. And I think we took a cab down, <laughs> yeah. if I remember correctly. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't like you know going on the subway to go to it. So maybe it's a little bit more a part of the city than I am. I am from an outside viewpoint. Anyway, all right. Um, that's it for football, Marlo. On to baseball. It's happening. Your White Sox are playing the Astros. How's it going? Uh, not great. <laughs> yeah. Not not yeah. great. We uh before the series started, joked some of the members in my gym about, oh, wouldn't it be awesome? Not we were joking, we were actually serious at the time. It'd be awesome if it was the Brewers White Sox World Series. We'd yeah. go to every game. That was a lot of fun. And then a couple of days later, that all abruptly <laughs> came to a halt. All kind of talks yeah. like that. Um. Yeah, pitching hasn't been there. Bats haven't been there. You know, they did scave off elimination the other day, which was yeah. that's cool. But I don't, I don't see it going much further. Yeah, we're both in a tight spot. Brewers are also down two one. Uh, I did like your White Sox alluding to cheating. That was fantastic. <laughs> um, just, you know, I don't. I wouldn't put it past the Astros, but they're probably not cheating. But just to needle them and be like, "Hey, remember when you cheated, you jerks." Because yeah. we all kind of forgot about it, right? Yeah. I I think the Astros were the big winners of the... We talked about this, the big winners of the pandemic, because everybody forgot about how much they cheated. Um, yeah, tough spot. Hope you win. Hope you come back. Hit the Astros. And I just... It's so funny, because I remember rooting for them to beat the Dodgers because I didn't like the Dodgers. And, you know, the Dodgers kind of represent... You know, they're kind of the Yankees of the West Coast. They have this money, but they do things well, blah, blah, blah. And I remember wanting them to win, and now I feel like bad about it. Because and and I remember being like, you know, oh, you know, look at so and so on on Houston. Oh, it's just so fun. They're so plucky, you know, or whatever. What's the sh- the short guy's name? I can't think of his name right now. It's it's uh, Altuve, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's so great. You know, look at him next to judges is hilarious. Now I just everything about him just annoys me because of the cheating and drives me insane. Uh, all right, my Brewers Marlowe also sitting at down two and one. Uh, can't score runs, can't hit the ball, striking out all the time. It's not fun to watch. Uh, they've scored two runs. The only two runs they have scored in three games was on uh, Rowdy Teles's two-run home run to win game one. Uh, the pitching's been good for the Brewers. Give a three-run home run today, Jack Peterson. Jack Peterson has two plate appearances, two pinch hits, two home runs. Not great. Uh, well, great for him. Not great for the Brewers. Uh, it's been frustrating. Uh, bottom line: bats need to wake up. Otherwise, we're out of here in out of here in four games. It sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> I mean, we, in the eighth inning, we had runners on first and third. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. Sixth or seventh inning, we had runners on uh, first and second. No outs. Nobody scores. Eighth inning, we had runners on first and third. One out, Yelch grounds in it, any netting double play. Just absolutely brutal. Like, just finding ways to not get runs, it feels like. It's very, very frustrating. Uh, we're still in it, though. I think 
Uh, the problem with the next game is they're not going to start Burns on three days rest, which means uh, they're, I think, going to start Lauer. They haven't announced yet, but he's really the only... Hauser pitch today. He gave up the three-run home run. Uh, he's really the only option for multiple innings, and then it's a bullpen game, and it's a bullpen that's missing a couple guys. Suter's not on the <laughs> roster because he had an oblique strain or something, and Devin Williams is in the roster because he punched a wall celebrating. Oosh. So... You're punched a wall celebrating, Marlo? Not celebrating, no. Nope, nope, nope. I punched a wall once in anger. It wasn't my <laughs> brightest moment. Luckily, the wall was... The wall gave and not my hand. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. And that makes me sound really strong. It, it's not. The wall just happened. It, just, it was just like plywood. <laughs> That's fine. But... Uh, or it was just plastic. I don't know what the hell it was. It broke easily because <laughs> it didn't break my hand. All right. Good story. Anything else? We're rooting for the Red Sox won today. I Red Sox thought, won. Yep. Uh, so they advance. For some reason, I thought that was still one-one. So I thought there was another game. That's why I was kind of confused earlier in the podcast. Um, and then we're rooting for the Giants over the Dodgers. Yeah, believe so. If it's Dodgers, Braves who eliminated Milwaukee, Houston, Boston, I just don't want anybody to win. <laughs> like I literally won't want to root for any of those teams. That would suck. I guess I would root for the Braves. <laughs> I don't really want to root for San Francisco either, but they're not—they're not the Dodgers, the Astros, or the Red Sox. So if I default, I would root for them. I guess. <laughs> oh my gosh, this stinks. Oh well, that's baseball. That's <laughs> like uh, ready to move on to America's favorite segment. Yeah, let's do it. Mary's favorite segment, Casey's quarter kick. All right, Marlo. Ah, they interrupted you. I'm sorry. Do you want to continue your lead into this? No, it's already leaded. Go. <laughs> it's a little lead. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, disappointing Didn't results go to your for the fancy U.S. journalism school. Jesus. Men's na- yeah, <laughs> journalism school. Uh, U.S. men's national team loses to Panama one to zero. Marlo, uh, first time Panama has ever beaten the United States in World Cup qualifying. An absolutely uninspiring performance. Uh, I feel like the team was just kind of drinking their Kool-Aid after four games. They were sitting tied for first place. I think they were in first place in gold differential with Mexico with three wins and two draws. So feeling okay about themselves, which I don't think they should have been, but whatever they were, or it seems like they were. And I think they had five shots against Panama the entire game. Um, just a terrible game. They just, it's, bizarre how the U.S. Men's National Team so often comes out and they just don't look like they have any interest in playing soccer. And this game was like that. And Panama played inspired. They played in front of their home fans. And they, 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 I mean, they scored on a corner kick against the run of play. U.S. had played better, I guess, out of halftime. But they give up a, a cheap corner and Panama converts and U.S. Couldn't answer. Just you can't lose. You can't lose games like this. It's it's so frustrating. Um, and they, like I said, they were just uninspired. They just seemed. I don't know. If, I mean, they care. I don't want to say they don't care, but just uninspired. It's all I can say. It, it was it was very tough to watch. Um, do they have another? I don't even remember if they have another qualifying game now, or if they go back before the weekend. Let me get the research team on it and here we go looking it up looking it up looking it up 
On Wednesday, they play Costa Rica. So one more World Cup qualifying game in this session, or in this break, rather. Uh, just win. I don't want to just stop fucking around with these smaller nations and win these things. Come on. Qualify, Come on. The, qualify for the GD World Cup, for goodness just sake. Do it. God. All right. Uh, on to the Premier League. Uh, they were off, off for the international break. On Saturday, we start you off early Marlowe, Watford playing Liverpool. And then at the, I think it was the 8 o'clock slot. Nine o'clock slot, something like that. Uh, Leicester City United. I always love this match because it reminds me of the 2018 Leicester team that won the title, um, and just the magic that season was. In the moment, I realized it was possible that they could win the title uh, was when they beat Manchester United. So anytime these two teams play, I just it takes me back to that moment of like genuine disbelief that Leicester City just beat Manchester United. And there was a real chance, if not like if that it was already determined at that time, that they were going to win the Premier League. And for whatever reason, that's a very crystallized memory I have. And this fixture always takes me back. So I will be in memory lane on that uh, on Saturday. Um, in other Premier League news, Newcastle was bought by the Saudis, essentially. Uh, the like the, the the government like the crown prince and all that. Um, so Newcastle hate it. So Newcastle is uh like a team that was great in I don't know the seventies and eighties or something like that. But they haven't been really relevant in a long time. They've been okay to bad. Um, and a lot of that blame was kind of placed on their current owner, who seems in all likelihood um not a great guy to run your team <laughs> but as the uh fm streamer i watch um pu- uh, he put it this way he said he's probably not great to work for and he's maybe not great at owning a soccer team but he hasn't murdered anybody that we oh, know of there you go and we know the saudis did so let's just say it's a uh ethical quagmire marlo it's an ethical it's ethically confusing if we should be happy that the Saudis bought a Premier League team uh, if you want to support them or not. Um, but I guess that's the world we live in. I mean, it is the world we live in. It's yes, literally it the world we're living in. <laughs> um, but I think if you're, I think if you're like a new a Newcastle fan, like you're in, you know, England and whatever. It's probably good news. You're kind of looking across, and it's like, hey, you know, you know, Manchester City's owned by so and so, Chelsea's owned by so and so. There's American owners all over the place, and you're like, well, we're just going to get injected with cash, and you know, ethics be darned. I think I can see if you're a diehard fan, but I, but I, if you're like a U.S. fan, where it's like you just kind of pick the team, right? Yeah. It's like you don't have a real reason to be a Newcastle fan necessarily. I don't have a real reason to be a Liverpool fan, but I am because of X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, it's been a couple of years, so it's kind of it just kind of feels natural. Um, I can see this being kind of like, do I really want to support this team anymore? Situation. I could see that, uh, but it's weird. It's weird with with sovereign states with sketchy human rights pasts purchase teams. <laughs> that is that is a weird thing, <laughs> but it happened. It happened in Newcastle by them. They bought them for a couple hundred. 
million or something. What was the price? Well, I get that on our anything you had on the corner kick. No, or, uh, no throw-ins. I didn't put it down. Yeah, no throw-ins. Um, yeah, no, no throw-ins. I think we covered all the throw-ins in the middle of the. Um, was, uh, four hundred and fifteen million dollars. We should just we should have just bought it more for that. <sighs> Probably could have done it. Three, it's three hundred million pounds. So there you go. All right, no throw-ins. Nope, uh, I don't got any. Bye, bud. All right, fine. We'll be done then. <laughs> All right, Joe. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the list. Um, yeah, as always, guys. You can find us at Twitter at one thirty two breeze. Myself at Marlon Jr. Casey at Profit Badger Fan. Uh, people still find us on Facebook, so we do have a Facebook page too. So you could do that. Uh, that is it for me, Casey. You got any last words? Uh, I was. I remember when we were talking about recording tonight. I was like, oh, "Am I going to be able to stay up for the end of the San Francisco LA game?" And it's the top of seven, so this went so long. Yep. Hope people enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed talking about it, so I hope people enjoy listening to it. But uh, it definitely now, just going to stay up and watch that, which is you know a terrible decision. But here we are, Marlo. You know, here we are. Go Giants! Go Giants! I guess they're the only team. Well, I guess you, the White Sox, are still. I, I shouldn't act like they're eliminated, like I am Milwaukee. It's not looking good. Let's just let's just say the two other teams I want to win are against the ropes, and then the Giants are all would be would therefore be all I have left. Again, as opposed to teams I just usually root against. That sucks. All right. All right. Well, that's all I have, Marlo. Uh, until next time, fellow fans. I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports. <clears throat>